Lincoln Live today is with Lincoln Fire and Rescue Chief Dave Engler. Chief, thank you for joining me here for a conversation about LFR. Dale, it's great to be back. It's been a while. Yes, it has. And congratulations. You're here just in time because at the end of this month, if I remember correctly, and I know you do, you were named Acting Fire Chief for LFR. Congrats. Fast year. Yes, well, thank you very much. The, the year has gone by very fast. It's, it's amazing to think about that. We're going to talk about a new position because Lincoln is growing. It's actually not a new position as much as it is LFR catching up to uh, what is required in a growing public safety agency because Lincoln is growing. We're a city of nearly 300,000. That stretches everything from public works to public safety. It requires more police officers. It requires more fire staff, including administration. And uh, Fire Chief Engler joins me to talk about this, uh, catching up in an administrative position. Who is your new assistant chief? Well, um, I have the pleasure of uh, naming Battalion Chief Mike Smith to our assistant chief position. Um, he will take over on actually Thanksgiving Day. It's, it's when the pay cycles all add up. So on uh, Thanksgiving Day, he will be uh, our new assistant chief. He's a battalion chief now. Will there then be the naming of another battalion chief? Yeah, I expect that we'll probably name that, that individual next month sometime. And this isn't unusual. This is a growing city, and it's growing responsibilities. And if uh, listeners will think back to a time when there was a blending of fire and police, under the administration of a public safety director, and that was uh, former Lincoln Police Chief Tom Cassidy had that position for a while. He's no longer there. The position is no longer there. So now it's back to Lincoln Fire and Rescue, Lincoln Police, and there is a need to catch up on administrative staff that results from a separating of responsibilities. You know, we used to have two assistant chiefs, um, and then about the time they uh, went with the public safety director model, they, they did eliminate one of those positions. And what we're, like you say, and I think it's, it's accurate, is we're, we're kind of catching up with what we had years ago. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that occurred in 2011 or 2012, but I haven't looked back to know for sure. Um, but what the, the, the type of model, organizational model that we're, we're working off of here is pretty typical throughout the United States. And, and so what we've got is we'll have an assistant chief in charge of what we call operations, which is the emergency services. So that's, that's um, emergency response. And then an assistant chief responsible for what we call support services. So that's going to be your training, your um, GIS, we have them in charge of our urban search and rescue, our EMS division, um, and then logistics. So um, with that, you know, we're, we're kind of getting our command structure in line with, with what we had years ago um, with less actual stations and personnel. And then um, that's, that's pretty consistent with what they've got throughout the United States. So fair to say it, it was a bit unusual to have a city our size that uh, had a single assistant chief, but it's all because of the structure of blending police and fire under the 
umbrella of public safety director Cassidy. Is that fair to say? Yeah, you could say that. You know, everyone everyone does things a little bit differently, but I would say even in cities with public safety directors, you'll see you'll see departments with two or three assistant chiefs um, to just distribute the the workload and the oversight of personnel. Now, as chief, having a second assistant chief, uh, how does that free you up to step back and take a broader view of things and uh, deal with bigger projects? Well, um, right now, I am doing that job and the fire chief job. So when you think about it, um, this is this is all about our emergency response. So it's it's the oversight of six field battalion chiefs that that oversee 16 fire stations and around 288 personnel every day so um for me to for me to try to keep up on that as well as do the the fire chief um job it's been it's been a ton of work so i'm really looking forward to chief smith uh taking over some of those responsibilities and and like i said he's going to be responsible for overseeing a lot of personnel um, daily staffing, authorization of overtime. He's going to monitor our, our daily performance measures to make sure that we're doing a good job with response times and, and getting um, accurate reports done. Um, he will respond to, to larger incidents, um, especially anything um, to alarm, fire, or greater. And he's going to be completing performance evaluations for for employees as well as as well as just a number of other daily activities. And then when uh, I happen to be off, he will, uh, he will be the acting fire chief in a lot of cases too. So he's got, he's got a big job, but um, you know, it's, it's been, it's been tough to do a good job for as far as I, I, as far as I'm concerned um, because it's just a lot of work. So having him there is, is going to be very helpful to me to, to take care of some of the issues the fire chief should really be concentrating on. Well, coming from the title of battalion chief, and he won't lose that he's earned it, uh, going back to mentor and, and to coach battalion chiefs, you've picked a good one for that responsibility. Yeah, he's, he's well-respected. He, um, you know, he's, he's, been in the organization for nearly 25 years um just does a just does a solid job so i'm really looking forward to what he's going to bring to the table for us fire chief dave engler joining me on lincoln live here the police chief always gets asked this question chief and that is about staffing ratios for a city our size how about firefighters and paramet paramedics what is the metric and I know it has to be a little bit different because police respond to particular incidents, as an LFR does too, but not to the extent that the citizen uh, is involved the way it is with police. If money was no object, how many firefighters and paramedics and EMTs uh, would you staff to, to match Lincoln's population? Well, right now with our, our current um, setup, I would say we could we could probably use about 30 more. And the reason I, I say that is, is right now we don't have anyone to backfill for the vacations and, and leaves. And so um, right now that those 
those leaves trigger overtime, so we have to call people back. So if if we were to say, hey, um, what's it going to take to to fully staff your department? I'm gonna I'm gonna guess around 30, um, but we don't we don't use the same ratio as the the police department does. And what we look at more is um, our our success of our organization really is based on response times. So what we try to do is we try to make sure that we've got fire stations located where we can we can respond quickly and make a, a, a positive outcome on an incident. So that's, that's typically, you know, we want to be there within five to seven minutes. Um, when you have a house fire or a cardiac event or, or you're, you're not breathing, um, that's kind of the time frame in order for us to be success, to, to have a successful outcome that we need to get there. And then our apparatus is typically um, the the national standard is is four persons per fire apparatus, and then and then two on our medic units. So um, you know we we do in Lincoln we do run with three um, if if uh, if staffing dictates that because of leaves and everything. But um, but the the data shows that the the most successful outcomes are with four. So um, that's kind of what we use to make that determination. Um, and so today, all our apparatus is staffed with the appropriate amount of personnel. The problem comes in that those personnel have to have vacation and, and obviously they get sick or, or, or need some sort of leaves too. And we don't have the people to, to fill in. So we have to use overtime for, for those vacancies. We haven't mentioned Assistant Chief Pat Bohr's name yet. Pat is still a member of LFR. He was the go-to guy when there were so many fire stations being built and planned and talked about. And he still is uh, among your assistant chiefs? Yep, he's, uh, he's the assistant chief, and he'll be in charge of the support uh, services. And so, um, like I said, that's going to be our, our logistics and maintenance our EMS, our training, and so he's got a, a very big role to fill too. And um, he did oversee the construction of the mm-hmm. fire stations because that that falls under our, our logistics and maintenance. So um, he's he's got a lot of work to do too. So um, I think he's going to be grateful that that some of his duties um, that he was that he and I were sharing um, and, and divvying up. We'll go to Chief Smith, and he can concentrate on some of the things that he needs to do to, to um, get some of his projects done. And when does Chief Smith become your newest assistant? It's going to be he takes over on Thanksgiving Day because that's where the, the pay period lined up. So um, he, he'll be thankful for that promotion that day. So your Lincoln Fire and Rescue Agency, City Agency, is catching up to what's necessary in order to keep the numbers high, the response time low, as uh, quick as possible, and to respond to the uh, 80-some percent of calls that LFR gets for medical and health reasons, and of course, uh, their responsibility, too, for fighting fires. Chief, you're a busy man, and uh, you've got a, a very qualified staff helping you out, so it's good to talk about LFR and a happy Thanksgiving. I won't talk to you between now and the first part of next month. Yes, same to you, Dale. Fire Chief Dave Engler joining me today on Lincoln Live.